podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The annual Spurs show end of season live show takes place on Bank Holiday Monday, May the 25th in London's glittering West End. With special guest, the player who's worn the lily white shirt in the Premier League more than anyone else, Darren Anderton. Come and hear his views on the current side and what it was like to play under Aussie Ardiles, Jerry Francis, Christian Gross, David Pleat, George Graham and Glenn Hoddle. The night will also feature stand-up comedy music and a Spurs quiz and your chance to meet Anderton and, of course, the rest of the Spurs show family. Aussie and Ricky will be appearing in a future Spurs show event, so for tickets, go to live.spurshow.net. This week's show is brought to you by Campo Retro, the number one destination for official retro Spurs shirts. Visit them now at bit.ly slash spurscampo and get up to 40% off and free printing on the widest collection of Spurs Retro. Hello there, welcome to Periscope. We're just trying this out for the very first time for those of you downloading on uh, the Periscope app. Uh, give it a go. But welcome to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. Uh, a very special show this evening. We're delighted to have a very, very special guest in the studio. And also, also, two very special guests. <laughs> let, let me get one. one. One you would have heard uh, many, many times. Theo Delaney. Hello. Is here. Uh, and, a, and a man who played for Spurs a few times, won a few trophies, and not many Spurs players, uh, ex-Spurs players can say that, sadly. Terry Dyson is here. Hello. Nice to see you, Terry. Thank you so nice much for coming you. along. We'll be talking at length about your wonderful book that's just come out called Spurs' Unsung Hero. Um, uh, but before we, we talk about the book, we've obviously just got to sort of cover the, uh, the game at the weekend that Tottenham played. Um, it was a big game if you're fighting for the Europa League places which, uh, sadly, Europe doesn't mean as much as it did when you played for Spurs. But uh, we played Southampton the weekend. It was a, a two-all draw. Again, Theo, another performance that sort of had some promise, but still a lot of question marks. Would you, would you agree? Yeah, on the whole, I was just saying, Terry and I were just saying, well, it's a good result, I think, to get a 2-2 draw at Southampton because they're a good side. They don't let in many goals. Mm. You know, they're, they're, they're very, a very decent team. We came from behind twice, if, yes. I, if, I, yes. right, if I recall. Mm. Um, and so I thought it was it was okay. I mean, I think most teams would be happy with that as a result at Southampton, to be honest. Mm. Um, there were some good things. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think what they were. <laughs> I thought Ericsson played quite well. Uh, yeah, it was okay. You know, because I think we were in danger recently after those terrible, two terrible results, Burnley and Villa. Villa yeah. It looked like it might all start to really unravel. Yeah. Then we got the gimme that is an away game at Newcastle, which <laughs> is just what we needed, which is a good result that anyone's going to win at Newcastle. Yeah. But then you go to Southampton, that is it's a yeah. decent result. They were, they were up for Southampton. It was, it was yeah. a massive... Oh, yeah, they were up. You know, you know talk about you know, with the, the great Tottenham Hotspur, but for Southampton... It was a massive game. I mean, even now, Tottenham going anywhere is a massive game for whoever you play. Yes, it is. You know, yeah. um, but defensively, we, we've got to talk about the defence again. Again, uh, another comical goal that we gave away. It, I mean, the thing was, it looked like that um, portion of play had been done with. Fazio came in, won the ball, well, here we go. And then Mason slipped. I mean, you can't help someone slipping. And then Davis falling asleep and not just booting the ball off. Yeah, but as, as, you know, as an ex-player, if you're in a game like that, it must be very frustrating. It is. As it's, much as it is. It's very disappointing. It's very, you know, for, you know, I, I, I like watching Tottenham because yeah. obviously I was there a long time. Mm. I was there 10 years, mm. you know, and uh, I disappoint me sometimes how they play, you know. I don't know if they've got that passion. Mm. They probably have. I'm not, but I just don't feel they've got that passion that I'd what we had. Mm. You know, I'm not going, I'm going back a few years, but, uh, mm. 
we wanted to win mainly, Bill Nicholson used to say to us, look, you're going out there and there's 50,000 odd thousand people there and you're playing for them because mm. they pay your wages. Mm. That's what Force Guy came in. We don't pay their wages anymore, really, do we? No, it's, uh, but, yeah. you know, they rely on the crowds. Yeah. And he said, you're entitled to go out there and give everything you've got for them. Yeah. And so they send them home happy. Mm. And we usually did. Mm. But what is that? I mean, you know, this season's been a strange season for Spurs fans. And, you know, and, you know, certain players he's kept faith in and played week in, week out. A lot of players have come in and out. And so a lot of fans will go, oh, Chadley or Lamella this mm-hmm. one, yeah. Dye or Fazia. But, th- th- you know, rightly or wrongly, they're not getting a, ru- a run in the, in the, in the league no. games. That must be difficult for a player. I mean, we'll talk about at length about you and how yes. long it took you to get yeah, into the first right. team. But it must be difficult for a player when you don't have you playing every week. You well, don't I get a run th- of games. I think when you, when you, get, when you go in, when you get, it, get a chance, you've got to do well yourself. Mm. But I think the team's got to win. Yeah. Because if you win, they don't like changing you the winning change team, the winning do team. you? You wouldn't do as a manager. No. Yeah. I wouldn't. I think, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. And if you win two or three games, and you play, you've got to play well yourself, yeah. obviously. But the result is so important these days. But you've managed teams as well, and, yes. um, you know, quite a few teams after you've stopped playing football. You know, what is it about a player's performance whereby you go... I'll give him another chance next week, or you know what, I can't. Yeah, risk. I can't. Do you look at who you're playing and what? I mean, you know, there was that's the right. game. I mean, Chelsea obviously, you know, board, got a board draw yesterday. But defensively, whatever you think about the way they play, it was a magnificent defensive performance. So, do you look at certain games and go, "We need to do this in this game," and then? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm managing on league side, yeah. which is, uh, you know, they're getting paid. And uh, I can tell you two stories about one kid. He, he was. He was a young young kid, and he, he uh, I didn't pay him. I was only giving him a fiver a week, mm. tenner. I was giving him a ten five, <laughs> a fiver a week. I was giving him, and he said, to, and it, "We just got beat five nil." Mm. And uh, he came to me after the game. It was Boreham Wood I was managing, and he said to me, uh, "Can I have a word with you?" I said, "Yes." What is it? I was needling myself. I and he said, um, "I was just thinking, you know, could I have a rise?" I looked at him. I said, "Are you all right?" He said, well, wait a minute. I said, we've just got beat 5-0. <laughs> I said, when we win 5-0, that's yeah. when you come and ask for a rise. He said, does it mean no? I said, yes, it does mean no. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I was going to give him a 5 yeah. <laughs> Did he stay long in that team? No, or? He, was, he was a nice little kid. He's yeah. a young kid. He was yeah, he stayed for the rest of the season. He was soon off. Pochettino, I mean, you, talk, you mentioned the support there. Again, amazing away support for the Spurs fans. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it was a lot to do with the stick that Pochettino was getting for the Southampton fans. But the first times, you know, Spurs fans in their massive have sort of chanted Pochettino's name. Do you think he's, you know, beginning to win people over? I hope so, because I think he's, I think he's really good news. I think the way, I think this season's separated into three sections. The first section was when he was trying to, trying to get a hold of this squad like it was some crazy you know bull in a rodeo and eventually weeded out the, the you know the bad stuff the bad the bad people and 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 got a hold of it and, and he got everyone playing and promoted those youngsters mm. that's the middle section there was this kind of great upsurge in form and and enthusi- uh, and sort of optimism and it's gone a bit flat since mm. since uh, we lost the cup final and you know, we got knocked out of Europe and the FA Cup and everything, and it's gone slightly flat because 
I think, in reality, this squad is a limited squad in terms of the ability of the player and the quality of the players. Mm. And so I think he's done a great job with lim limited resources. Mm. And I think most fans recognise that. I think they can see that and see yeah. that he's done well. I mean, just to keep us in contention as long as we did put top four and everything. Yeah. And I think Tottenham fans, I like to think, are knowledgeable fans. And they look at that and they think that he's the real deal, you know. And I, obviously what we're all hoping is that this summer, probably with limited finances but this summer he, he gets to to mold it more into his own squad and, mm. and move on from there. Amazing stats I heard that last season uh, in the Premier League we were one of the teams maybe the team who covered the uh, ground least in in matches when you added them all right. up. Didn't run this around much. Didn't run around much basically. This season I think we've covered the most right. running wise backs and forwards so than the other team yeah. which for Tottenham we historically have always had a sort of soft underbelly when it came That's to right. certain games. It's quite extraordinary. Yeah, it's fantastic. Really. I love that. Yeah, it's well, a good one, isn't it? Obviously, we're the next player. I like, I like to watch them play, and I'd like to see them win. I'd like to mm. see them do well. But they're competing. You know, when you think they're competing against the Chelsea's and Manchester City's who have put fortunes into their, yeah. their clubs, I don't think you can compete with them. Mm. Well, not, not to actually yeah. win the league. Yeah. I mean, when, when I played, it was a level playing field because, mm. you know, there was a maximum wage on. Mm. Up to 61, yeah, and uh, we'll get 15 pound a week mm. maximum wage that mm. was, and then it went up to 20, yeah. <laughs> and then and then it was a no maximum game yeah. off, yeah, and it was brilliant really because um, they got all the players 100 percent membership, you know, of a professional football association, mm. and uh, they said right, we're going to go on strike, come round to us all. All the clubs, and we said, yeah, and they said, uh, it'll be this date. It was Wolves were playing somebody from abroad. Mm. It was on the television, which mm. wasn't too many on the telly at that time. And uh, to be fair, the Wolves lads said, no, we're not playing. Mm. So the FA, the league said, whoa, 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 hang on. And then they said, uh, right, no maximum. Mm. But they didn't know what to give us. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we were touring South Africa at, at the end of the season, and mm. Bill Nicholson came round. And he went, uh, I went from 20 to 40, which was a big jump, really. Yeah, sure. And uh, he said, think about it. So then he'd go around and ask the other players, what are you getting? Running, he said, well, I'm getting 45. I thought, well, I'm going around that and all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I could do with another five, Bill said. Yeah. <laughs> and I would keep players like oh, Danny, yeah. Dave, and John White. And they, and they got, I think Dave was on, I think Dave was on 60. Yeah. Because you would tell me, tell me, Dave. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't mind that because that yeah. was the core of our team. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, if you, suppose you're getting like five grand a week, all of a sudden you're getting ten. Yeah. It's a big jump, isn't it? It's a yeah. massive jump. So, yeah. uh, so what they did with us, they, they kept, they still gave us our £20 a week all the year round. Yeah. And they saved the other, they saved it up for us. We got it in two lump sums. Oh, really? So it's because we, we could live on that that, that yeah. time. Absolutely. So it was nice. Yeah. Now, I mean, talking about your book, what, what, what I thought was, was great, and, you know, loads has been written about the double team. There's been countless books and yeah. documentaries and all that. What I loved about your book was almost the stuff before, the, the build-up to the double. You know, the fact that yeah. you were there a long time, in and out of the team, well, desperately trying to get yeah. the team, pick, you know, picked from obscurity from, you know, Scarborough, coming in yeah. there, um, turning professional spurs, you know, all this living in digs with a family while you're a professional yeah. footballer playing in the first team. And it was a real sort of labour of love that almost didn't matter who you played for. You just loved playing football and wanted to play it to the I best did. of your ability. I did. I loved playing. 
And uh, it was, you know, it was a life-changing thing for me. I mean, I was playing, I was playing for Scarborough mm. when I, before I went in the army. Mm. And then I went, I had to go in the army. I told everybody I was in Korea, but I wasn't. I was at Woolwich for two years. <laughs> for two years I was there. And uh, I played for the army team. And Ron Henry played yeah. for the same team. He was in the same, mm. same. I didn't know him before that. Yeah. And then I got a, the, the fellow who was in charge of us at the, at the, at the uh, Woolwich said, look, he said, uh, Tottenham want you to go for a trial. So I said, uh, he said, will you go? I said, yeah, I will. So now I've got to get from Tottenham, from Woolwich to Tottenham. I ain't got a clue. Mm. And then there's a train, and then, then they got the manor house. I remember getting mm. that manor house, 149. <laughs> and there was a, they had conductors on then. Mm. So I'm sat, there's the entrance, and I'm sat here. I said, could you put me off at White Hart Lane, please? He said, yeah, sure. So I, I'm waiting, waiting, and all of a sudden he sits here. So I got out of oh, hell. I know Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, mm. big headline. So I've, I've gone, and I said, I'm playing here today. So he said, yeah, through there, through the door, and to the right, and I walked in, all the other players are there, like, thought, who was this? Anyway, he introduced me, the manager. It wasn't Bill Nicholson, it was a fellow called Jimmy Anderson. Anderson was there, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we drew 1-1 with Crystal Palace, first time I played on the lights. Mm. And I, I did all right, I think. Anyway, we, we used to play Oxford and Cambridge University before the varsity match. So I played in those two games. Mm. I got two against Cambridge and one against Oxford. Mm. So then I started playing regularly mm. every week mm. for the reserves. Yeah. And it was good, the reserves, because... You get big crowds. Uh, absolutely, because, you know, they, they had the system then. If you weren't in the first team, you played in the reserves. Mm. There's no messing. Yeah. Like now, they never played for three weeks, three yeah. or four weeks. Mm. Just train. Mm. So so it was good, that. And then I, I graduated, then I got it, and we played. I'd been there six weeks. And going backwards and forwards from the army, and I got there and was supposed to be playing Luton reserves. And I went there. He said, "Oh, Jimmy Anderson, said, you're not going." I said, "Before, he said you're playing here." And we played uh, Sheffield United. So that was your debut. You have no idea. Debut. You no up. idea. That was your debut for Tottenham Hotspur. That's right. We wow. won five nil. Wow. And we've got a fellow called Johnny Gavin. It's in the records. He was an Irish lad, lad and uh, he was a good player. Right wing. He's got four goals. That day, we went family the score from one of my corners, I remember. Oh. So that was good. Then back I'd gone to Woolwich, and then uh, that was my, my debut. I've got a photograph of him up there, trying to head up gold in. So during that right? period, you were still living in Woolwich and still being in the army? Yes. Yeah, well, wow. That's, that, that, that's, that's actually the same trip that the Arsenal made, isn't it, from Woolwich up to North London en masse a few years before. So you were doing it every week. And then when I came out, I was demobbed. And they signed me in a cafe right opposite the Woolwich Barracks. Right. And, and they signed me on a 15 and 12 in the summer, wow. it was. That was a maximum wage then. Amazing. I mean, that, so <coughs> you joined in um, 55. Ah, so that, again, right. that was the sort of, again, the sort of breakup of the push and run team. Yes. The Alf Ramsey, you know, uh, Ditchburn, Dukeman, Nicholson, Sonny Walters and all yeah, that. Sonny Walters, so how many of them were still there? There were all of them. They were all still there in 55? Yeah, I mean, I played Eddie <coughs> Bailey, who was, who was brilliant, yeah. you know, I got mm. real well with them afterwards. And uh, that was the team, yeah. Mm. You know, Harry Clark was centre-half. George Robb. George Robb, yeah. So, in 55, how many of the other players who then went on to be in the double-winning team, were they, you must have been one of the first. Yeah, well, I was. So you were the first? Yeah, I was the first one. Wow, yeah. amazing. And then, so you were uh, there before Blanche Flo was like 58, wasn't he? Yeah, like Blanche Flo wasn't there. Yeah, he was there, yeah. was Danny. Oh, was he? he yeah, no, he wasn't, no, sorry. Was, yeah, he was a bit yeah. later, wasn't he? And then, yeah, but he, the following year, Bill, yeah. and then um, Arthur Rowe was very ill. Mm. And then I, I signed, 
and and uh, I was playing for the reserves, but now and again getting in the first team. And then Bill took over. And how did you feel then when Bill took over, also from up north, which... Yeah, actually, Scarborough, yeah. Was, so that must have obviously helped getting on well, and knowing, so, yes. knowing a lot yeah, of the same probably, people. Yeah. Yeah, but, but what's it like then? A new manager's come in. Um, you've still got to prove yourself. You've been there a few years before him. How long did it take under him to then finally start? Well, it was difficult, actually, but because there was no subs then. Yeah. You know, the worst thing there, if you dropped you, mm. you, you were 12th man. Yeah. And you were to take this, you know, big skip with all the boots in, when, especially when you were away, yeah. and rub the backs down, you know, when they had to have been in the showers. I thought, what is this here? So that's what, that's how it was at that time. Yeah. And, uh, but then, but the reserves, there were big crowds there. Mm. You know, the, the, we played Arsenal reserves, there's 10,000 people there. Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it, for a reserve game. But they saw first team players all the time. Yeah. It's not like now. You know, where you're number 28 on your back and yeah. you don't play for four weeks. So, but you played, you, you know, you, you're playing the reserves. So with, with that team then, I mean, you, you were the first there. What sort of players then did you start coming in that, that obviously Bill Nicholson started bringing in? Or maybe Jimmy Anderson before that became the double team. What was it like seeing them come in and all of a sudden, oh, this, oh, this guy looks good or maybe this guy doesn't look good, but the, the, then he improved? Well... The, Danny was the, right. the biggest. From uh, was it, he was I, at Villa, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. He was no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was from Aston Villa. That's wasn't right. He? It was Aston yeah. Villa, and they, and I saw. I was in the stand, and he played this game. And I thought he's a good player. He's Danny. He was. Yeah. His passing was good. He always wanted the <clears> ball, <throat> and he, he always said after I, mean, I got to know him very well, obviously. And he said, if you're a good player, you'll do good things. Mm. Providing you have a lot of the ball, you might do bad things, but you do a lot of good things as well. Mm. So it doesn't matter how he was playing; he just still want the ball. Yeah, he's brilliant. He was he was a he was a perfect captain for Tottenham. Yeah, you know he was he was, he was the oldest member of our team, mm. and he got on really well with Bill. And Bill did everything before the game, but during the game, if Danny wanted to change it, he'd change it. Amazing, isn't it? And how long it, for you in your head, and well, not even in my head, how long do you think it took when all those players come? How many seasons did it take until you all thought, oh, it's clicked now, or we got something? Five years nearly. Five, so I was five, in and out. So five 55, years. It was like 60. Wow. And then I got in. See, nowadays, a manager well, it wouldn't be given for five years, would not be no, given five no. years to gel no, no. that kind of team. But there was a real belief there that there was. You, you had something special. That's right. Well, we had key players. You know, I said we had Dave. The, the best thing was we got, he got Dave Mackay. Mm. And he was lucky because he went to get Mel Charles. Right. And he couldn't get him. And he, he got Dave instead. Mm. And he was like superb. My best friend he was down there. And he was, yeah. he was absolutely brilliant. He, went, he was a winner. Mm. Absolute winner. I'll tell you a little story about how he, he used to be gutted if they got beat. They had two snooker tables in, down in, in, near the, just inside the ground there. And uh, I was playing him. And I played, got a black ball. And I went to it with this black ball. And he, in the corner, come all the way back down. I went in another pocket. He smashed the cue. <laughs> <laughs> he smashed the cue, Dave. Wow. Hated getting beat. Yeah. He was brilliant. He was absolutely, I mean, he was, I mean he's gone now. Amazing. I mean, we've got, we've got some various questions from uh, listeners as well. And uh, the first one I'll ask you, because it's sort of pertinent to what we're talking now. Kev Breslin um, uh, tweeted in, to a certain person, how good was John White? And, 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 and how much greater do you think he actually could have become oh, um, if he didn't John. sadly pass away? Well, I said we had those three key players, Dave, yeah. uh, Danny and John White. Right. And John, 
he, he used to float around. He was, mm. he was a very good athlete. Yeah. He won, he won cross countries up in Scotland mm. and everything like that. And, but he was brilliant. I'll tell you a little story. But we were, we were, we were playing up in Manchester somewhere and in a, staying in the hotel and whatnot. We were waiting for the coach and whatnot. And, uh, got an orange. We tried to, he tried to keep an orange up. Mm. Just like that. That we did about three or four each and jumped on it. And he kept it up. He squashed by the time he finished. It was incredible. Just all squashed little bits. Mm. He just could keep it up. Amazing. He, he was an incredible player. Absolutely incredible. And he did. He used to float around and they call him the ghost. Yeah. That's how he was. Yeah. But very key member of our team. Yeah. So going back to you then, I mean, it's sort of. It was pretty much the double season itself when you then sort of. Amazing, isn't it? See, I think when you when you first get into a team, yeah. you've, you've got to you've got to win, obviously, yeah. and you've got to do well yourself. Yeah. But if you win, and we won the first eleven games, yeah, so you're not going to change your team if you're manager, are you? That then, yeah, because you were sort of up against. You had Cliff Jones at one stage was playing yeah. on the same wing as you, yeah, and the other player obviously Terry, Terry Medwin. So you were up against two players, yeah, two internationals. So what do you think you brought to the team for Bill Nick to go? Yep. You well, I, I worked very hard mm. and I got goals. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I see them today, I see, you know, corners and whatnot, or think, you've got to get in, in, in the penalty area. You're around about the same yard box because it bobbles away mm. in there. But now I see them, they stood outside, you know, the 18 yard box. I thought, well, what are they doing? Get in there. So, what player do you, what player in the modern era, that maybe playing now or played recently, do you see and think, see a lot of yourself in? What they do on the pitch. Anyone you can think of? Well, as a winger, right? there's, you know, we all, there was wing, everyone had wingers. Yeah. You don't these days, a lot of them, you know, the fullbacks get mm. up there, don't they? Mm. Uh, Aaron Lennon, he's, he's Lennon. quite good. I think yeah. he's, he, you know, he goes the right way as well. Yeah. When they get near the byline, if you sort of jink and go mm. towards the byline, if they get a foot to it, you get, mm. I think the worst thing you go do is get a throw in. Mm. They, they very rarely take it off you, yeah. or you get a corner. Mm. Or you get past him. But Lennon never never got the, the, the amount of goals that you used to get no, each season. He didn't. He didn't and score. used to get. I mean, again, it's so amazing. You used to get so many headed goals as well. Yeah. You know? Well, I think I've always said you. If I'm here and you're marking me, and the ball's coming, he doesn't know where I'm going, does he? Mm. <laughs> I've got. I'll do it. If the ball's there, I'm going to head it. Mm. If it go, but it might go at the top of me. Yeah. But if I do that every time. One of them's going to drop right in there. Mm. So I've done it. Yeah. It isn't when I'm going to go. Mm. But now I'll get to they're going to get them all in the morning, aren't they? Well, it's a bit like you say that. The game at Southampton with uh, Pele, he, he got ahead of Fazio and yeah. there we are. Yeah. Yeah, you right. know? You've got to take a charge in the penalty area. You should yeah. go as he kicks it. And if you get to that, then you're going to beat that defender. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the other extraordinary thing, I mean... So we've got a few few mind problems here. I do apologise to, to, to the listeners. So, you know, what do you think? I mean, there's another question here which is, we can add as well. Uh, Ian DSPs, you know, Bill Nicholson, the manager, wonderful, wonderful manager, Mr Tottenham. You know, going forward to the modern era, if he was a manager now, do you think he'd still be a good manager? Do you think he'd be able to cope with the players now and the attitude they have to training and the money they earn? Could you see him as a manager in the modern era? Mm. Because he thought he should play for Tottenham for nothing. Yeah. That was his, his whole theory. And uh, obviously, obviously he, wanted, he, he had to fail. Yeah. Because it was Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. You 
you should be privileged. Sorry, I'm a few mic problems. Take that one. Sorry. You should be privileged to play for Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and he always said it was the spectators, you know, who, who, who pay the wages, and they did at that time. Yeah. And you were entitled to give everything you've got mm. to send them home happy. Mm. And he was right. He, he, he thought, and it, it, that attitude got to us. Yeah. You know, in the year we got the, you know, got the double, you know, we won the first 11 matches, mm. which was great. You know, we were so confident. Somebody said to me once, well, how come you, you played, you won so many away games that year? Mm. I said, well, we played the same way. Yeah. There was no sort of, oh, well, play a bit defensive against these. We played the same way. Because you all believed in your ability. You knew he worked as a team and That's we're, right, not, we're yeah. not going to change things. And we are confident every time yeah. we went away, we thought we'd, we'd win. Mm. And we played the first 11 and we won them. And then we, we drew with Manchester City and we slaughtered them. The second half, we absolutely just couldn't get the winner. Mm. Then we were the next three games. Yeah. And then we got beat by Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. That was a terrible feeling. There was a bit of a bogey team, Sheffield. Yeah, there were. But, but funny enough, when we got the double, we beat them at home yeah. to win it. Yeah. They were a good side, actually. Yeah. And then going, going forward now, you know, the, the league now, because obviously you famously scored in the, the cup final. Yeah. Uh, you missed the chance early on, missed which oh, is yeah. still on all the old so film bills. Pate News, you still see the one it was over terrible. the bar. <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, <laughs> when I missed it, <coughs> I, Bobby, had it, Bobby Smith had it back and I thought, yeah. they're there. I went like that, I got under it, it went over the top. So it got under it, didn't yeah, it? I got under it, yeah. It got, <laughs> and then I'd scored, and, and <clears throat> I, it, we were a bit disappointed in the final because we didn't play it as well, played all season. And when, we, when, we, when the final whistle went, everybody were over the moon, we thought that double, and Bill was round shaking everybody's hand. He came to me, and I said, yeah, well, he said, what about that goal you missed? <laughs> That's the first word he said to me. Right. What about that goal you've missed? I said, right. well, what about the one I scored? Never mind about that. Yeah. He said, what about the one you missed? That's wow. why I got under it a bit, Bill. <laughs> he wasn't too happy about it, man. But he was pleased we won. Yeah. But, like I say, the final was a bit disappointing. Yeah. And then, obviously, Looking back. the following season, there was that wonderful European run, oh, end, ending with that extraordinary two legs against... Benfica. Oh, what do you think about the, the team and the way that Tottenham played then that made us then and, and onwards such a great European side? Well, I, I think... <coughs> I know we knew we were a good team, but the atmosphere mm. was unbelievable. We played Gornick away. Mm. That was the first one. And Bill went over there to see him the week before we played them. And we always had a team talk before the game. <coughs> and he, he went through their team and everything like that. And he finished up saying, I'd be disappointed if you don't win out here. So we thought, oh, there can't be much of these. Anyway, we're 3-0 down at half-time. And he said, for Christ's sake, don't let him get any more. You know, give us a mm. chance to when we get back to London. And they, they scored another one. 4-0. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cliffy First scored. <laughs> Cliffy scored. Or Les Allen scored. I scored yeah. out there. And, uh, and then at home, they, and I've spoke to people about this before, and they, they were there. And the atmosphere, when we went out... Come out of the, the end, didn't we? Yeah, you know, you yeah. run out. The atmosphere was absolutely electric. Mm. Yeah, you could see, you could feel it, mm. you know, and that was when that was the start of the glory, glory nights. We're in white, yeah. and we murdered like, them. Yeah. We absolutely murdered <clears throat> them. It's funny. You speak to most Spurs fans who who supported you in the sixties. <coughs> excuse me, and onwards. And most fans will say, "What was the game? The best atmosphere?" Most will say Gornick. There's yeah. been obviously one since oh, well, that, Inter Milan under Harry Redknapp. Three-one was that, a night. Was yeah. a brilliant night. There's been certain other games that yeah, we could sure. all remember, but that people pretty much say that was the game. I think there was the expectations yeah. of the 
of them. That, you know, it was it's unbelievable feeling. Mm. And then we 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 done them easy. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And then we went we went to, then we played. Uh, who do we play the next round? Oh, Belgrade. No. Oh, was it off K, K Belgrade? No, it might have been. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't. All right. I forget. Well, it was someone. It could have been them. Now scored. No, fear not. It was. All right. I can find. And we beat fear. We yeah. beat them out there, and I scored there. Yeah. And I scored uh, yeah. uh, the whole game, and then yeah. left me out. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I went in and he said, "I'm late." I said, "What for?" Mm. I scored in all four matches. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm looking back. I laugh now, but yeah. he, and he said, "Well, I've just changed the team." Yeah. That's what changed somebody else. <laughs> he said, uh, "No, he said, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm leaving." He played with a sweeper. Yeah, that's what he did tactically. Yeah. Played a bit safer. Yes, to be safe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we did. You know, we got all the way around uh, to uh, to Benfica. Yeah, and we're so unlucky out there. I mean, yeah. we got done and yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Just allowed two goals. Mm. We had Greavesy, but this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so you know, the following season after double. I mean, is, is this quite surprising that? You didn't win another title, really. When you look at that team, the, yeah, the, goals, the goals of Greaves as well. Yeah. Um, what, what were the key games the following season? Well, I'll tell you what, what why we didn't win it. Spurs away. Was uh, Ipswich. Yes. Alf Ramsey managed them. That's right. And we lost twice to them. Yeah. yeah. But what they used to do, it's tactically, really, the two wingers mm. used to be deep. And our, they dragged our full-backs down into there. Mm. And they had Crawford and Phillips. We've got goals, good players. Mm. They used to go into these gaps, mm. and they, they, we, they've done us twice, yeah. over and away. And then Bill decided that the fullbacks stay there, and Danny and Dave marked these two wingers, mm. and we murdered them the second year. Next, second year. Yeah, and the charity shield, I think. Yeah, sh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Murdered them. You know, well, he, he was, you know, Bill tactically, he was, he was very aware. Mm. And, you know, and. and you know, knew what we were capable of doing. Mm. So with the following season, you know, it wasn't the European Cup, it was the Cup Winners' Cup. Yeah. You know, but that then, I mean, it was a big, is, big competition. It was, big, it was a massive yeah. competition <laughs> even was, then, yeah. you know. That time. It still, still meant ahead of a lot, didn't it? Yes, it did. You know. It was a European trophy. Yeah. The I first mean, it's, one, it's, it's a lot better mm. than this Europa League mm. what oh, we're playing today because we don't know how the teams were playing in it. Yeah. And, uh, but there, you <laughs> knew them. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And uh, it was brilliant. You know, they were... Every time we used to go away, we, you know, what was good about it, we stayed at the best places and mm. travelled first class everywhere. Mm. And you don't realise, I don't think, how, how good it is for you mm. till you're finished. But how close were you to the fans? I mean, many Wheeler wrote it and said, you know, the current players, what do you feel about current players now detaching themselves with the fans? You used to mix the fans. Oh, you know, you used to go drinking after the game, not all of you, but some no, of you sure in the same pubs, going away, especially to Europe. They'd they They'd be on the same flight. They'd be on the same planes, wouldn't they? That's right. Oh, they're brilliant. I mean, we're. I mean, they've got no, no, nowhere nearer close to them now. Mm. You know, the, the girls behind them, the thing said, in the entrance there, I said, "Do you see?" They said, "No, I never see them." Mm. Just boom, in the car's gone. Yeah. And the press man said to me, "We just, so we just make it up. Yeah. What we say about them? Yeah. We never see them." Mm. But we used to mix with them. You're right. Yeah. After the game, we used to go out. We used to talk to the press. Who were there and they never took liberties with you, mm. you know, they didn't misquote you or anything. Mm. And then we used to go in the Bel Air, maybe have a, half a like a shot I used to yeah. have, but you were mixing with the people who paid to watch you yeah. play. And Absolutely. at that time, the people could afford to watch the games. Mm. Now I think it's gone mm. crazy. I think, you know, it's, 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 it's 
difficult for people to keep, mm. you know, going to having another chap out. Uh, you know, I live in Stevenage now, and he's an Arsenal supporter. And he said, I, I can't afford to go. Mm. You know, it's going to cost me to get the train to get there, and then we have a bike to eat, and then what? Well, and the tickets are mm. colossal. Yeah. He said, I can't afford it anymore. Mm. But that 60, going, you know, moving forward to that, that 63 European Cup Winners' Cup final, it must be lovely for you that it's known as Dyson's final. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, it's, that's what it's known as. And that's amazing. You know, Just one of those I mean, things. Green score two. Graves you got to, but yeah. It's, but it's your final. I mean, the only other final I can remember that like that was Matthew's final. Yeah, yeah. Matthews, when, when, I remember when that. When Mortison oh, scored more goals. goals but that's right. Matthew's final, yeah, Dyson's Matthew. final. He that must brilliant. even now still just feel yes, amazing. Yeah. Must feel amazing. I played against them. Well, sure, of course Matthew, you did. Alan Matthews, he was unbelievable. Yeah. He was, he, he was quite tall. Oh, was he? I didn't know. No, that. he was tall. He had okay. long legs and everything. And they said to, they said to me, Ron Henry was behind me. He said, look, Bill said, look, you get him. He said... Get in front of him, he said, and just watch the ball. He said, don't watch him. But and I'm, I'm, I thought, oh, get him here. I thought, Ron will get him as he goes past me. And I'm looking like that. And he, he le used to lean over so far. And I've gone like that. And he's there. Mm. He was so, he long late, and he was there. Mm. I thought, where, where is he? He just, he's behind me, done me. Mm. He, was, he, was so, he was brilliant. Yeah. He was absolutely brilliant. He had a very strict diet. He, he, he was. He plays with 50 professional football. Yeah, he did. 50. 50. He's 50. Now. Yeah. I mean, goalies can get into their 40s now. Yeah. But to play out for as a winger. A winger, yeah. 50 years old. Yeah. He used to, he used to play charity matches for, for, ex, for players who were either the clubs. And he used to play a half. Yeah. And he used to get £50. Pound. Yeah. Well, you'd give him £50, pound, wouldn't you? I mean, it's. Sure, just because he was such a massive star. Yeah, so just to see him play. Yeah. He was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. And with that, going forward to that, that your final, the, the 63 final, the, I mean, you know, with the years, does the sort of memories fade or is it still like it, no, was, it was only yesterday that you were at Rotterdam? I think two years ago, I got the, the whole uh, the tape right. of it. Yeah. And I watched it. And we got murdered first half. Yeah. Well, we did, we got slaughtered. Mm. I didn't realise how, how. And I thought, oh, we're in trouble here. <laughs> and um, anyway, we were 2 0 up, we were, but they were murdering us. Mm. And I tell you, we were lucky. And then I got this ball on, on the left, and I flicked it over one side and went the other. Mm. And I'm, I'm off now. And I got nearly <laughs> the byline, and I'm, he's right behind me, the full back. And I, Put it over, and it's drifted in like that. Yeah. I thought, "Oh, keeper's gone." He, he pushed it in. Yeah, no. So change the game. Did change the game. Change the game. Then knocked yeah. it, knocked one over for Greaves. Yeah, no. Because it was was how uh, early before the kickoff. Obviously, Mackay was injured, wasn't he? Yeah. When when when, when did you know he wasn't playing? Was it on well, the he, day? He, or? he was down. He 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 got a bruised heel. Right. He said afterwards, "I might have been able to get through." He said, "But yeah. I didn't want to let the team down." Yeah. And he was, you know, that's how they were then. Yeah. And. Uh, so we played and we thought, well, and he, he, was, he was so pleased we'd won it. But it was, it was mainly down to him that we got there in the first place. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, he was magnificent through that, mm. that cup run. Yeah. He was brilliant. And, and to win it out there in the atmosphere. And then, funny enough, where we stayed, there was a sort of little, it was like a little club. It was only like this, about where that table yeah. is there. Bar and yeah. everything. Right outside our hotel, mm. and we went in there, and, and all the, a lot of our spectators, our supporters, mm. came in there with us. So we mixed with them. Then. 
Well, actually, I thought it was, you know, when Listen I looked back... Listen now, winning a trophy and all the fans I just thought, drinking yeah. with fans, no security. No security. I thought, that's brilliant. You know, yeah. when afterwards, didn't yeah. think anything of it at the time, because that's how yeah. we were. And, but I thought afterwards, oh, it's unbelievable. I can't today. Mm. But it was... It, and they, they loved it, yeah. the fans. The, 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 the other accolade that obviously may be broken one day that no one can ever take away from you. I mean, it's an extraordinary um, milestone, really, in history, that you're the only player still for Tottenham Hotspur to score a hat-trick against, against the scum. <laughs> mm, yeah. You know, 64, was it? Did you get the hat when was the hat-trick? Do you remember what year 61. it was? 61. Oh, 61. Yeah, it was, yeah. Six. I can remember it well. 61. I'm the one. Yeah. We were winning 2-0, we winning mm. and then we went 3-2 down. Mm. And the ball came over from... I got a header mm. in the other end. It hit the barn and nodded it in. And then, so it was two, and then all of a sudden, this ball came through a crowd of players and hit me there. Yeah, you in the arm. He bounced it. I don't know why. Put it in with your arm. I didn't. It's in a lamella. It just come through. It's in a lamella at the weekend with the arm. In. Yeah. And, they were, and he gave it. Yeah. And they went berserk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went mad. And then I did a little one two with Danny and mm. smacked it in. I got the hat trick. Yeah. We had a fella called Johnny Goldstein. Right. Who was, oh, loved to, he was a ticket speed, he was top ticket speed right. in London, he'd get tickets for anything. Mm. And, uh, but his mad Tottenham hated Arsenal. Mm. Absolutely hated them. And, uh, oh, I could have had anything off him. He was absolutely right. over the moon. <coughs> and he used to get cut fire tickets, I'll tell you a little story about cut fire tickets. And uh, he used to sell them to the Arsenal supporters. And I said, what are you doing? I said, what are you selling to the Arsenal supporters for? said, ah, oh, you don't know where they are. There was a post, wasn't there? <laughs> the when, yeah, at that time, yeah. they were all behind, they're all the, behind the post. Behind Save like them this. for the gooners. All like that. That's all he used to do. Incredible. I like the sound of this fella. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. That's how he was. So, but, so the following season, which was uh, 63, the 64 season, that's when that double team sadly started breaking up. Yes, well, we, well uh, <clears throat> John died. Yeah. Which was mm. so sad that was, you know, got struck by lightning. And uh, Dave broke his leg. Yeah. And Danny had to finish. Yeah. He tried to come back too quick, Dan. Yeah. He had a cartilage. Yeah. I mean, they'd still have been playing. You know, if it had been today, you know, what could they do with your knees now? Yeah. And um, he, he had to finish. And so we lost our core. Yeah. And the rest of us were getting a bit older. But I can only say, looking back, that them three or four years, we were the best team. Mm. No doubt whatsoever. That we were the best. Yeah. And then I'm quite proud to be part of that of course. history of Tottenham. And anyway, they, they, then we went and Liverpool yeah, came along. And they were the best then. So when did you know, or you were told probably by Bill Nicholson that, you know, you, when did you start coming out, you weren't a regular anymore, trying to get back in well, and out of the team? Uh, and what was that like? <laughs> he said, well, it was a bit sad, really. I thought, yeah. what's he doing here? And uh, anyway, pulled me in. He said, look, Terry. He said, uh, you've... He said, I'm going to put you on the list. He said, and the scene, he said uh, now, I've got these clubs lined up. I want you. Mm. He said, you can go and see them. I'll phone them up. He said, but if it doesn't suit you, don't go. And you'll be a Tottenham player next year. Right. So I thought, no, it's time to go now. Yeah. Because he was changing the team round. And, and how, old, how old were you then? Can you remember? I was 30. How old was I? Cause I went three years, three years, four and two. I was about 30, 29, 30. 30 okay. yeah. So anyway, I went to I went I went to cups of tea with all the managers. Charlton, I went to Wolves came down mm. and wanted me, and I thought, oh, I don't fancy going up there. Mm. 
And uh, then Fulham, Vic Buckingham was there. Yeah. He was funny, Vic. <laughs> I went to see him and he had a golf club in his hand. <laughs> and I'm, I'm waiting to discuss terms. Mm. And uh, he said, uh, well, what do you think of that? And I said, oh, it's not bad, that, Vic. I said, yeah, yeah, it's good, that, isn't it? He said, anyway, he said, you know, I, want to, I said, well, I want, for, I want X amount. Mm. And he said, uh, yeah, that's all right. So you can get that. So I did. Put deposit out and out with it. Great. Yeah, it was good. But did they have Johnny Haynes? Was Johnny Haynes there? Johnny Haynes was there, yes. Yeah, and, and what about Jimmy Greaves? Was he there? I mean, Jimmy Hill. No, Jimmy had left then. Okay. Jimmy had left then, but uh, Johnny, Johnny Haynes was there. Because Johnny Haynes' first there. £100 a week. Yeah, he was. So he they, was must have been, they must have had a few bob at Fulham. Yeah, they did. Well, Tommy Trinder was... Tommy Trinder was the chairman. He was chairman. So yeah. was chairman. Yeah. We played, Chef, we played uh, Nottingham Forest away. Mm. And we drew nil nil. He was on the coach with us, Tommy. Yeah. He was unbelievable. Telling jokes. Uh, telling us all about his, his past. Yeah. You know, and these clubs up in up north. He yeah. said I used to get slaughtered. Yeah. He said he was just sling things at me and all. Because he was a cockney. Yeah, and then he yeah. used to tell a few jokes. Yeah. The, the the journey went like that. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, Absolutely lovely. incredible man. Love love the club. Yeah. Well Terry, look, it, it it's a wonderful book. Um where where you know Loads of people there out there will want to go and get this book. Where's the best place for them to go and get it? Well, Waterstones have got it. Right. And who else has got it? By? Amazon. Amazon. Amazon, yeah, yeah. You can get it on Amazon. You've got a signing on the 9th at Waterstones in Enfield. Uh, Waterstones Enfield on I've the 9th signing, of May. Yeah. Uh, so you go to the Waterstones website in, in Enfield and go along, get your copy. I'm sure uh, oh. Terry will be, Terry will be uh, signing them. Um... Yeah, so it's um, it's interesting how much it is here. So eighteen ninety nine yeah. is our back, under twenty quid, amazing, and you'll get it all good bookshops, Amazon, uh, and it's a great read. It really is. I mean, even if you're <clears throat> one of these people that knows all about the double team and everything, I mean, the, the stories um, pre-double in the mid fifties are, are really fascinating. And one of the stories I've, I've got to mention, I mean, it's in the book because you know the modern era, you couldn't believe it. You went on trial. You were arrested. <laughs> you were arrested for taking counterfeit cigarettes. And it be- at the time, there was... The- I mean, the book, it's got the cop, the Liverpool fans chanting at you, give us a fag. Oh, no, the officer, <laughs> yeah, give us a fag, yeah. Terry, Terry, so give us a fag. So what was that story? How did, how did that well, happen? I was coming out of the ground, and I had the window down, and there's people like... And somebody went, well done, Terry, and threw these cigarettes in the car. <laughs> it was a 200 packet. Yeah. And I didn't smoke them. Yeah. And uh, I, the chap I was in digs with, the family I was in digs with, I said, look, Pete, I said, I don't smoke these. He said, have them. And he, said, he didn't smoke them. And he came to a friend of his who had a shop. Right. Uh, Confectioners and cigarettes. Right. <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable, this. I mean, it's like, you got, it's like writing a book. Anyway, somebody came into this shop and there was a girl, he had a girl working for him, and she, she asked for this, this cigarettes. And look, she looked and then she went in and she saw this packet. She gave this girl the packet. She sold her this packet of Dunhills, it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that night on Police 5, <laughs> this is true, on Police 5, there was a, there, it, it was part of a £2,000 pound robbery, this. And she said, he said on the body, it says, for United Nations only. Right. And she went and had a look. And it was on this packet. So they traced it. So she it back told to the you. police. So come, oh, the fellow, the police, came, he, he came to me. I was in the car park at Tottenham. He said, "Look, Terry," he said, "I've got to tell you." He said, uh, 
they're going to come and arrest you. I said, what? He said, they're going to come and arrest you about these cigarettes. He said, they were stolen. I said, well, I didn't know they were stolen. I said to him, and he said, well, get yourself a good lawyer. <laughs> so I got must be quite frightening. It was, you. it was. And I thought, bloody hell. Anyway, it is when you go in that... Uh, in the, the, the box, mm. there was yeah, two yeah. other people with me, with right. two, uh, the fella in the shop and the other fella, and we were stuck there. And if you look behind, that's a step to the cells yeah, yeah, yeah. behind you. And anyway, I'm, I'm in there, and there's a policeman outside of us, and he's he, he, he going on it, and the two uh, uh, the fellas who, who conduct it, they, they, one of them said, uh, he said to me, well, he said, uh, did you, you, did, did you know about these cigarettes? I said, well, I didn't know they were, I didn't know they were stolen. And uh, anyway, the policeman came mm. and he went in the box. He went in the witness store and he said, that's the first words he said to me. He said, oh, he said, they, they, do we need to proceed further with this case? He said, the judge. Mm. So I thought, and uh, the fellow said to me, give us your autograph, turn it quick before mm. they throw it out. Mm. They threw it out. Wow. Oh, oh lucky! I was frightened to death. Yeah. Mm. Especially when you look back and that you go down there, that's yeah. straight yeah. to the cells. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. Amazing. Amazing. So, well, look, that that story and many other wonderful stories are in the book. Spurs' unsung hero, uh, Terry Dyson, uh, with Mike Donovan, who's been on the show as well. Yeah, brilliant, Obviously, Mike. he helped you with, with the book. Um, so yeah, Waterstones, Enfield, going. I'm sure there's other signings as well. Um, is there like a website or anything? Or the publisher? The publisher is. Walthamstow, I'm going Walthamstow. Pitch, sorry, pitchpublishing.co.uk. I'm sure if you want to know about other signings and stuff, go there. But go and get it at Amazon and stuff. It's been, it's been wonderful. Other few bits of business. Uh, don't forget our wonderful live show is coming up. Our end of season live show with the guest Darren Anderton. Uh, for tickets, go to live.spurshow.net. It'd be lovely to meet as many of you as possible. All our links to our apps, our Facebook page and Twitter at spurshow.net. Next Monday's back holiday, so we're recording Wednesday, May the 6th. Danny McAvoy and Abby Summers are our guests. And very quickly, we got on Sunday, it could have been the battle for top four again, like it was a few years ago. Yeah. We're at home to Manchester City. Yeah, and in fact, in recent weeks, the points we dropped, you know, the points against Burnley and uh, Villa. Villa, I mean, the way City have been dropping points, it actually still could have been a tight, have been. tight game. But again, so annoying. Again, yeah, classic. Could have, should have. Typical Tottenham, Tottenham yeah, what if, yeah, what yeah, if. Exactly. But I'm still looking forward to it because yeah. they're, they're worth watching City and uh, we could raise our game and give them a good game. And, uh, well, it's the last big game of the season when you look at it. It is, sort of, yeah. You know. It is, and it'll uh, be interesting to see, see how we get on. I keep thinking Lamella's going to come alive. That never really happens, is it? Oh, Even no. when he scored that goal, I thought, this is it, here he goes. <laughs> you must look at these other wingers like Lamella and just go, 13 million, how do these players get inside? Well, you were born much. too soon. Too. No, what? You no, were no, born no. too soon. Well, Danny Blanchflower said to me. You know, 50 years yeah, later no. you should have been born. After we both <laughs> left the club, we'd been invited back for the, We were walking up to the club and he said, Terry, he said, they're getting all this money now. Uh. He said, but I'll never ever... Have our memories. Well, yeah, that's true. And I thought, well, that's or true. Sad, sadly, your medals. Yeah, but I said, yeah. I'd like the money as well, Dan, no, <laughs> as well as the memories. But you can't, you know, we've got some wonderful memories. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. So I think there was a pressman for me at once, and they wanted to know things about Tottenham. I said, well, What do you want? He said, Well, you know, some things, not good things, about bad things. I said, Well, how can I tell you something like that? I said, 10 years there. And I said, it was brilliant. 
Mm. You know, I can't, I can't say anything bad about Tottenham at that time. Mm. Do you get to many games now? No, I don't actually. No. Mm. The, uh, I could, uh, well, that's why I'll try to get on the corporate side of it because mm. they do well. Cliffy's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I see Cliffy quite, quite a mm. lot. Sometimes I go, we do the tours. Yeah. You know, so I tell people, mm. I tell them stories about what happened in the past there. Yeah. So this is where we came out and then. Yeah. And the changing rooms, that's the other thing. When you know, I'll tell you, where on the table, there's always, always got a wooden table in the changing rooms. Yeah. And in the morning, that's where they used to put all the mail. Right. Where people used to want autographs. Not photographs, you know, from the papers yeah. thing. And yeah. I used to get mine like, and there used to be one of me, three of Danny, and four of Dave. Yeah. <laughs> and he, dear Terry, could you please sign this for you? You know, this yeah. thing. And could you get Danny and Dave to sign those as well? Yeah. Because we want to meet three of them and four of Danny. <laughs> Still not got over it. 50 years old, 50 years old. Still haven't got over it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny though. I exactly. should get them to sign up. Yeah, wonderful. Terry, thank you so much for joining us tonight. You're welcome. Okay. I've enjoyed it's a wonderful it. Wonderful book. I urge you, go out and get it. It's, it's full of wonderful memories and wonderful stories. Competition. We'll give away two signed copies of the book. Um... Let's, we've already done, I'm just trying to think of a question. I want to think of a oh. quick question. Okay, okay. What was Terry's last professional game, first team game, in a Tottenham shirt? Who did we play and what was the score? Terry's last game, because uh, we mentioned the first game earlier. Last game in a Tottenham shirt. Uh, tweet us at, at Spurs Show and we'll randomly select two next week and two that we select, we'll, we'll, we'll send them copies, uh, signed copies of the book. Downloading and listening uh, and on, on um, Periscope and everything. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks a lot. The annual Spurs show end of season live show takes place on Bank Holiday Monday, May the 25th in London's glittering West End. With special guest, the player who's worn the lily white shirt in the Premier League more than anyone else, Darren Anderton. Come and hear his views on the current side and what it was like to play under Aussie Ardiles, Jerry Francis, Christian Gross, David Pleat, George Graham and Glenn Hoddle. The night will also feature stand-up comedy music and a Spurs quiz and your chance to meet Anderton and, of course, the rest of the Spurs show family. Aussie and Ricky will be appearing in a future Spurs show event, so for tickets, go to live.spurshow.net. This week's show is brought to you by Campo Retro, the number one destination for official retro Spurs shirts. Visit them now at bit.ly slash spurscampo and get up to 40% off and free printing on the widest collection of Spurs Retro. Sports Social Podcast Network.